Welcome to Rama for Today. Is there an authority? Do we have authority on earth? Does the church have authority? I knew that wasn't just me because I'm a preacher, you see. Do we have authority that we don't know about, that we haven't discovered, that we're not using? You see, is the Spirit of God trying to show me something? See, I'm talking about 1947, then 1950. And so I began to study along that line. I began to think along that line, began to feed along that line. And I began to see more and more light begin to come along this line. That you see, Jesus, as we've already pointed out to you, did say after he was raised from the dead, all authority, King James says power, the Greek here word really means authority. All authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. But that authority on the earth has been delegated to the church. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth e. Hagan continues his teaching on the believer's authority. More next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I found myself saying, I don't know how come me to say it. Just real quietly, just in a whisper there by the bed, I said, all right, Lord, all right. Now, I let him die on one condition and one condition alone. Now, I was exercising authority I didn't know I had, you see. I let him die on one condition and one condition alone, and that is you bring him out of this death and let him leave a good testimony. And then I let him go. Now, my wife was his only girl and his baby, and then I married her and she's my baby, you see. <laughs> and I knew she'd take it quite hard. But I knew that if he could leave a good testimony because she had asked him many months before about being ready to go because she realized he's getting older. And he'd said, well, honey, I don't know whether I'm ready or not. One time I think I knew, but I don't know whether I'm not. And she was quite disturbed. You couldn't understand that. And I knew then that it would soften the, the blow, you see, to know he's ready. I said, you bring him out of it. Let him leave a good testimony and I'll let him die. I don't know how come me to speak that bold. I remembered that I did that with Brother Haynes. That's how come me to do it, you see, three years before. I suppose that's the reason why. I hadn't got those words out of my mouth. I'm talking about exercised authority. I hadn't got those words out of my mouth till like you snapped your finger. He opened his eyes and looked up at me, fully conscious. That's what the doctor said because he was summoned and he was there in about 45, 30 to 45 minutes. And he said to me, you know, I've never seen anything. I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't believe it. If I hadn't examined myself, you couldn't make me believe it. If some other doctor told me, I wouldn't believe it. But he was fully conscious in every way. And he said to, to me, he said, Kenneth said, I'm dying. I said, I know it, Mr. Rooker. He said, now the sooner the better. I said, I know that. He said, this is Monday afternoon. He said, you know, ever since Saturday afternoon, there's been a man right up there. He was an angel who it was. Been a man right up there. See, when, you, when Christians die, they go up. When sinners die, they go down. Hell's down, heaven's up, according to the Bible. Amen. And so he said, uh, there's been a man right up there, and said, every now and then he'll motion me. Come on, and say it to me, come on. 
Well, I looked up, and I didn't see anything except the ceiling, but I realized that he's up here on the perimeter, you see, between earth and heaven. He's a seeing over into that realm. And he looked up and said, Sir, I don't rightly know who you are, but I'm just not quite ready yet. You'll have to wait a little. <laughs> I'll, I'll stop off take a little side journey here. I remember down in Houston, Texas, many years ago, there still is an evangelistic temple in Houston. But uh, the old original evangelistic temple was built by old brother Ian Ritchie. We called him Dad Ritchie. Many, many years ago, it sat right close to downtown. The city bought it, and I don't forgot. I don't know what they did with it, and they've got a new one there now. But Brother Ritchie, I remember reading the headlines of the paper, right on the front page, see, of one of the Houston papers. On Sunday morning, 80-some-odd years old, he was preaching when death came. And, and the paper stated the headlines of the paper, you see, because he was a, he'd been there in the city for years, and this old evangelistic temple and main auditorium seat 5,000. And uh, it, it, it mentioned about the fact that he commanded death to see the weight because everybody heard him right in, the, in his sermon. And he stopped and said, now you'll have to wait till I finish my sermon. He finished his sermon and they could hear him over the, PA, over the microphone, you see, and sat down and went home. But when the death angel came, he said, you'll have to wait till I finish my sermon. <laughs> oh, glory to God. <laughs> and then I'll go with you. And so he finished his sermon, sat down, went on home. Praise the Lord. Well, uh, my father-in-law, you see, he said, that fellow, he, he's been saying, come on. He said, I don't rightly know who you are. You'll just have to wait, sir. I'm not quite ready yet. Then he said to me, you're going to get the children up here talking about Ken and Pat, his only two grandchildren, who you had to be 12 years of age, you see, or older to get into the hospital, and they were under that age, 9, 10. And, and I said, sure, I'm, 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 let me see them before I go. The only grandchildren he had. And I, so I went to the uh, superintendent of the hospital, and they said, oh, do anything you want to do. He ought to have been dead two days ago. We don't understand how he's lived. Just, just don't pay any attention to any rules or regulations, anything, anybody you want in there. And he was in a large room by himself, and I think that night, I don't know, it's full of people. It was just full of people. And you'd think that he is going on a vacation tomorrow. <laughs> he was fully alert and talking. You see, I remember when Ken came in about 10, you know, and said, Paul, Paul, I've been praying for you. He said, I know it, son. I've been praying for you too. <laughs> Amen. And he, he, he never left a sad word. He laughed and talked, you know, just joyous and glad. And, and you'd have thought. He told everybody. Never did tell my wife. She's the only one there. I think he thought, well, I'd, I'd cry if I did that. So told everybody goodbye except her, you see. And, and you'd think he's going on a vacation tomorrow. Now, he lapsed into unconsciousness the next day at the same time. And he'd ask them not to give him anything, and so they hadn't. And having experience with death myself, I knew that when death fashioned its final throws upon him, if you're not under... If you haven't had a stroke or your, your brain's not impaired, that, uh, that you will, when death fashions finally throw, momentarily regain consciousness. And so I was standing at the foot of the bed when suddenly his eyes popped open and he saw me. I knew death fashions finally throws upon him. And he said to me, my God, Kenneth, I'm dying. I said, I know it, Mr. Rooker. 
but you're ready to go? Yeah, he said, I'm ready to go. I said, you're not afraid to go? He said, no, I'm not afraid to go. I said, lie back on the pillar and let her go. <laughs> and he just lay back and re relaxed and a smile flashed on his face and a light flashed across his face and he took off. <laughs> Glory to God, he left. He left. See, there's victory even in death. Glory to God. Can you say amen? Amen. Well, now I said that to you to say this to you. That got me to thinking. Now, wait just a minute. I never said a lot about it, but I did begin to think about it. Is there an authority? Do we have authority on earth? Does the church have authority? I knew that wasn't just me because I'm a preacher, you see. Do we have authority that we don't know about, that we haven't discovered, that we're not using, you see? Is the Spirit of God trying to show me something? See, I'm talking about 1947, then 1950. And so I began to study along that line. I began to think along that line. I began to feed along that line. And I began to see more and more light begin to come along this line. That you see, Jesus, as we've already pointed out to you, did say after he was raised from the dead, all authority, King James says power, the Greek here, word really means authority. All authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. But that authority on the earth has been delegated to the church. So now then I, I, I realize this and I begin to see it. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer, the classic book by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, God's Word, A Never Failing Remedy, and the book from Kenneth Hagan entitled, How to Fulfill Your Divine Destiny, the CD from Lynette Hagan entitled, Fuel Your Passion for God. Last but not least, the slimline book from Kenneth E. Hagan, Right and Wrong Thinking. All these resources are for the special price of $25. That's more than $8 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. The, the number of years it's going to transpire in 2020, 2020 yes. uh, for the Rhema Praise, our radio broadcast, the, the school, the church, all of that. Yes. And you know, all of that is made possible through our war partners. Absolutely. We could not accomplish it and without them. Through the years, we have had many, many word partners, still have a little, many word partners. And somebody said, well, they asked me all the time, what is a word partner? Well, it's really simple. I mean, it is simple. It's somebody that prays for us regularly. Yes. On a regular basis. 
and sends an offering at least once a month, whatever you can afford to send. Somebody said, well, it's just a small amount. Listen, when all the small amounts come in, then they make a large amount. That's right. So don't ever feel bad if you can't give a large amount. Whatever you can give helps us to take this message around the world. It helps us with all of our 251 Bible schools in yes. all the nations. It helps us with the, with the Bible school here. And it helps us with our ministry that we, we provide the, the, the Word of Faith every six weeks. Yes. All of these things is what a Word Partner Club member helps to accomplish. I could give you testimony after testimony about how what Word Partner Club money has helped us to do. A book that we print so many of them every year. It's in the middle of the jungle in Africa. A chief had it in his, in his little hut. Now, that's what a Word Partner Club does. It helps us to spread the gospel yes. all over the world. Yes. So if you would like to help us and if you would like to become a Word Partner, you can go to our web, rhema.org slash WPC, yes. and then all the information is there. We would encourage you, and I want to thank all of you that are partners with us because you have helped us to go all over the world and preach the gospel by, right. by the television, by the radio, by the printed page, yes. and us personally going and preaching. That's right. So thank you, and thank you for that are going to help us as we spread the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ in this new year of 2020. And you know, Word Partners, I want to say to you that we have a prayer group that prays for you. And so if you have a prayer request, you can call our Prayer and Healing Center and tell us what your request is and we will pray for you. And we'd love to hear from you. So praise reports can be sent to partner services at rhema.org. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on The Believer's Authority. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.